You're on it now. You oh, follow the rules, I? Brian. Okay. I'm usually the disruptive <laughs> one. If it wasn't for me, we actually wouldn't need a host. I could. Like, you could just... <laughs> I know I can't I can't handle you at all. In case you didn't know what you're listening to, welcome to the Food Scientist Podcast. I'm your host Amy Zajac, and I'm here with yes Brian Pierce. Hello everyone. And disruptive Danny. <laughs> I am on my best behavior I today. I was off track and you got blamed. <laughs> well, he called himself the one that normally disrupts. Yeah, that is true. I didn't call myself that. I acknowledged that fact. Well, exactly. So I could acknowledge it, too. Yeah. So with that said, we'll just jump right in. Uh, Danny brought us three different, what, caramel delight type cookies? Samoas. Yeah. We we talked about on the food show here. (laughs) The big show. This podcast, podcast, as some might call it. The Food Scientist Podcast. Uh Girl Bert. Scout knockoffs. Right. Well, we had Girl Scout Cookie Month where we didn't eat any Girl Scout cookies. We is ate knockoffs. Wait, is it is it really just a month that that goes? About on? six weeks. Yeah, Something like it's that. Gonna get a little yeah. longer. Yeah. So we talked when they they first came out. Yeah, about the knockoffs. But it's still Girl Scout cookie season. Yay! They're still available. And so rather than just sing the praises of the knockoffs, um, I love all things coconut. And I want, and I love Caramel Delight mm-hmm. slash Samoas. They, they One of my favorites, my favorite as well. cannot have too many of those at once. Right. They're and really I, sweet. And I figured out a way to have too many of those at once, even though they're too sweet. And that is to have a blind tasting <laughs> between the knockoffs. Yes, because and there, the real thing. there yeah. is the actual Girl Scout cookie, the Caramel Delight, or Samoa, whatever right. bakery for the, you get them For from. those who, like us, are scientists... Uh, the control in this situation was the Caramel Delight, not the Samoa. Uh, we were unable to locate a Samoa. Otherwise, yeah, that would have been the I feel like mix. they probably are the same thing, just different names. Yeah, I, I, I might be wrong. To have the same I might be wrong. They come from different, different bakeries. They come They're from different, different bakeries. bakeries. But, yeah, I... I let, Maybe let we'll use their equipment better. Brian, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to talk to you in language that you can relate to. Is a little Debbie involved? No. Oh. You've been to many Dairy Queens. Mm-hmm. Do they all make blizzards the same? They don't, but the ingredients are the same. Right. Mm. And so that's why we need sure. to compare the Caramel yeah. Delight. Okay, and the fair. That's fair. So okay. this was Caramel Delight. <laughs> and we did try the Keebler brand called Coconut Dreams. And the... Uh, uh, Walgreens Nice brand, which we did talk about. That's right. the one we talked about on the podcast. That which are the... called the Caramel and Fudge Coconut Cookies. <laughs> Parentheses, gooey and chewy. Which you should but, just call them gooey and chewy. By the so way, by the way, uh, if this podcast ever falls apart, two of us are going to go on tour as gooey and chewy. We just <laughs> don't know which ones yet. <laughs> gooey and yeah, chewy. Yeah, we'll and decide them. No, if it falls apart, you might be one of them. If it falls apart and one person quits, the other two are going to just <laughs> oh, go gotcha. as, as gooey and chewy. Because one person might be subjected to one too many surprise live streams. <laughs> That was that's, last week. Yeah. So, over if you haven't listened or if you are haven't you, watched that yet, find our Facebook page. Are we you a live stream still of bent out of shape over I, a that. little bit. It's a been little a week. Bit. It's been a week. Stop talking I about it. I agreed to a surprise or a live stream, and then it was a, right. an and, attack on my right. soul. And now you Let's agree. talk about gooey <laughs> and chewy cookies. Okay. Yes. Caramel Delight taste test. So we did a blind taste test, thanks to Danny. Yeah. I, well, it's not thanks to me. I mean, all I did is put them on plates. You cut them up and, <laughs> and cut them hide up. which ones were which. Yeah. So we did. We tried all three of them. And the one that I liked the 
most. What one did we say first? We, we all had different ones. We, we did. Yeah. And the, the least oh, or least, most? The least. The ones I liked the least were the Walgreen ones. And Amy and I uh, continue to look at you like you're from another planet because I found that to be my favorite. Yes, but what was your least favorite? That's Oh. My least favorite. Oh, oh, I knew right away it was the Keebler. I took one bite of that crumbly mess and I was like, what is this imposter? And I shocked myself. I least favorite was the Girl Scout. So we each had a different least favorite. I mean, none of them are bad. Don't get No, no. I mean, they're all good. They're very similar. Very similar. For me, the Girl Scout brand was just a little drier. See, now I thought that the, the caramel in the Walgreens one tasted a little harder. Like it was maybe a little bit older. And we should add that all of these boxes were opened fresh. They were. At the same time. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, we didn't compare manufactured dates. We didn't, but, no. but yeah. like even scientists have. I mean, they were all good. I would gladly eat the right. whole if box you, of any of if them. You, mm-hmm. if, yeah, if any of these were in front of me, they're yeah. gone. Yeah. There'd be no <laughs> question at all. But when you're trying each of them side by side by side, the Walgreens one, uh, not the coconut, the caramel was not uh, up to par for me with the rest of them. To me, the texture on... The whole texture of the keyboard, the whole thing. Oh, was... see, I like that though. I like that it was a lighter cookie, that it was, um, that it wasn't as dense because it contrasted nicely with the hardness of the coconut and the caramel. You had a, a softer cookie. Okay, so we're transitioning into favorites. We're just going to talk about them all, but let's say mm-hmm. favorites. I like oh. the I like the keyboard the best. I like the best. I like the Walgreens. Mm-hmm. I will say this too. My scale was different because I think you judge them objectively as cookies. And what I didn't like about the Keebler is like, this is not the Girl Scout cookie I have come to know and love. Mm, no, it was, I thought that was very similar to the Girl Scout. It was very, it was neck and neck. It was close. My favorite was the Walgreens. Yeah, mine too. But yeah, no. what did you both like about that then? Like what stood out? It just seemed to be like the right ratios of everything. So like the Keebler, I found a little too much chocolate and caramel, like it's thicker chocolate and caramel. Okay. And the Girl Scout cookies, like I said, were a little drier and, um, I did notice that with the cookie yeah. itself. Yeah. And so the Walgreens one was just like it just right. like it just pull you know like sometimes it's like you just pull it all together and it's like there was no one part of it. I was like, wow, this is outstanding. Mm-hmm. But every part of well, it was, wait, wait, wait. was correct. The, all the cookies, they're all outstanding. Yeah, yeah but all let's just be clear right. But I'm not going to try outstanding already. Like you didn't say like, oh man, this one has great caramel or this one has great chocolate, this one has great cocoa. Right. It just like pulled the together and everything was just right. If the caramel were a little bit different from me, I, the Walgreens one would. would yeah, it's it, like be we said, they're closer. all good. It's a degree yeah. of nitpickiness. <laughs> but, yes. it, the, but I did also think I thought the Girl Scout cookie was just a little bit dry. Yeah. And uh, the Keebler, I didn't like the lighter cookie. Did you get last year's batch of Girl Scout? <laughs> 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 I know it was freshly opened. We. He's grabbing the box, folks. Best Buy 2012. What? No, no, it doesn't no, I don't even know where the date is on that. Yeah, I don't think there is one. It there might be on the date. package. The oh, interior here it is. package. User freeze by September 1st, 2018. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. No problem. So, I, do either of you freeze your Girl Scout cookies and save them? I know we, we mentioned before I've some people do. I've tried that. They I don't save, save for very long. I can't save them. If I know they're there, they're gone. When some of them don't make sense to freeze. I mean, I know people freeze them so they don't go, but... Right. Like, you, do you can buy a lot and save I them. I can freeze the peanut butter patties. That kind of does something. But freezing the Thin Mints are just like, it's a cold cookie. False. You are wrong, Amy. A frozen Thin Mint is magical. It's just chocolate and cookie. It's not and that it's better different. when it's cold. 
Oh my god! Like the only Girl Scout cookie that I would ever put in the freezer because also, like they go into my house and then they go into my face. But the Girl Scout cookies put a tube of Thin Mints in the freezer and then snack on those babies frozen, and it's a delight. Um, I, I agree with Amy. <gasps> well, you're. <laughs> it happened. It finally happened. Get out! Get out! <laughs> Listen, I'm you two sorry, are now no. gooey and chewy. And <laughs> Wait, if and I I'm getting my if own leave, podcast. If I leave, you two are going. Yeah, but I'm out. Oh, you, Amy's out too. Okay. Yeah, no. No, I'm leaving <laughs> the I'm both the host. Ladies. It's okay for me to be wrong, but it's not okay for you to be wrong. No, no see, I'm not going to be on a podcast with two people that don't What about the lemon eat? cookies? Are those better for Wow. Frozen? Okay, no. I will nope. jump to lemon. Brian and I are now we're, back we're together. We're going to again. Yeah, we're back together. <laughs> I know. I brought up lemon okay. desserts. No, and here's why I don't get the whole freezing thing because it doesn't improve it. Now you know that thin mints are not my top choice right, anyway. They're not my favorite. Girl they don't cookie. enhance it for me. Making it harder uh, by freezing it doesn't really. Well, do they that don't much get for really me. that really harder. The chocolate's a little hard, but the cookie doesn't get harder. Can I transition this to another topic that we talked about a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, sure. The cream eggs. Yes. So we talked about frozen cream eggs, and I also brought everyone here. Um, Cadbury cream egg cookies. Yes, sampled, yes. Let, let's just pause those. on that. Yeah. Yes, you heard that correctly. Cadbury cream egg cookies. cookies. And imagine the Girl Scout peanut butter patty cookie, but instead of peanut butter, it's the Cadbury cream filling. Oh, that's that's, that's a, a very really big way. That's a really nice. This is why you're the host. Thank you. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Because <laughs> I was about to say, like, how would you describe this thing to me? It was like like someone cracked a cream egg on top of a cookie and then yeah, dipped the whole thing. Around. But not like the whole cream egg, just a little. No, yeah, like, just the cream part mm-hmm. and a bit of it. Not like yeah. And so um, got a couple packs of those, and because I, as you know, I. Um, I'm an advocate of the frozen cream egg. Mm-hmm. I uh, tried the frozen cream egg cookie, right? We we sampled them both ways. We did. Uh, frozen and frozen and raw. We call it a raw. As, it's not really well. notes raw. say raw. Um, <laughs> on, like, it was like a carpaccio. It was a raw egg, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. I called them raw for shorthand, but they're not like raw cookie dough. It's just oh. room temperature. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just room temperature. Non-frozen. Non-modified. Now, with the Thin Mints, that really doesn't change anything. With these, I did feel it changed the texture. It did. A, a lot, right. Well, yeah. that's the whole point of freezing the, the cream eggs. Right. Um, what did you think of the raw cookie? Um, It was okay. I would rather just have a regular Cadbury egg. And I'd say, if it had a problem, not really a problem, because it's a cookie, it's mm-hmm. chocolate, it's tasty. It's the same as the cream egg. The cream part is really sweet. I looked at this package. And it says eight cookies inside, and a big 160 calories per two cookies. And I ate my one cookie, and I felt like I was being my raw cookie. And I felt like <laughs> I was being ripped off in every direction. That, like, really? Well, eight the of cookies these isn't great. Like, none of it I thought was yeah. great. Um, it's very sugary. Then uh, we took out the frozen one. Yeah, and it was a lot better. Like the thing was amazing. It changed the so much, just like the frozen cream egg, so much yeah. better. I yeah. think the cookie is a little hard, and freezing it makes the cream firmer, and that right. makes the cookie hard. It just makes sense. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't accentuate that as much. Like I, yeah, I ate that frozen thing, and I was like, "Holy cow! This is like, this is like a dessert." 
Yeah, it really was. <laughs> like, um, so I these are, are a lot better frozen. If you're going to buy these Cadbury cream egg cookies, freeze them up. I would dare say that if I worked for Cadbury, I would sell them out of the freezer. Like, I mm. wouldn't want people eating these things. Well, that could be yeah. dangerous. If I worked at Cadbury and they were in the freezer, I might just be eating them. <laughs> right. Like, I don't like they should go the Charleston Chew route, where like. Charleston Chews on the package say, freeze me. Oh, Charleston Chews are good frozen. Yeah. Charleston Chews are just okay raw, but frozen. (laughs) I call them raw now. Room temperature equals raw. I only like Snickers raw. I don't like freezing those. You don't like a frozen Snickers? No. But that's sliced. Yeah, sliced frozen Snickers. Why would you share it? Who's sharing? That was how Aren't they were, you slice and share? Is that what it says? Yeah, that's how they yeah. were meant to be. That is how they were meant yeah. to be, but that was like 50, 60 years ago. Oh, well, you know, some of us live in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not slicing them. I'm not freezing them. I'm just going to I'm not slicing I'm cookies either. eat the Snickers as is. But uh, yeah, cream eggs, I, I did enjoy them this way. The eggs themselves, the, when we did that a few weeks ago, I, I remember enjoying both. They were both good, not that different. This was a lot different. I feel like they're a lot different. I think you, for you, it seemed like the cream eggs, you enjoyed them equally. Mm-hmm. Not that no. differently. Like, I enjoyed I, them in different ways. Yeah. Right. Like, I love, like, yeah, I I can't really do the regular cream The frozen eggs. makes them less sweet somehow. Yeah. Um, Even though it's the same amount of sugar and yeah. cream and chocolate and everything. I've been wondering about the other eggs. Now, we had a friend of ours who did the mini the eggs. Mini and, uh, Becca, those. what's up? I don't think you ever told us that, what the You said review was. coming, and yeah, that was it. Never yeah, heard. That was a I, few uh, weeks ago. I, I think I might have, like, verbally heard a review. Oh, oh that, that doesn't count, happened. because you should share that on the internet. <laughs> um, yes, Becca. Then uh, I was looking on Please. the shelves. There's the caramel eggs. Mm-hmm. And they also now have chocolate cream eggs. They have, like, a chocolate filling. And I was wondering... I think they need to mix the chocolate and the caramel. caramel. Yeah, I was... That would be good. I almost bought all of those and froze them, too. And then I was like, you know what? I love my fellow hosts, and I don't know that I want all of us to die. No. Because they should do peanut butter, but Reese's already does that. that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know... Now, what about the Snickers eggs, though? They make the same size, but Snickers... Do you think those would be good for us? That might be more uh, more research we, we need to do. No, we, we did eat the... Uh, the Reese's. The Reese's eggs, and we never really eggs. talked about that. No, we did not. We ate, them, no, we, didn't. we ate them as a team. Oh, yeah, that's right. We I think we had pictures that we posted, but oh, we I, never talked I about I did not post oh, them. We didn't? Okay. I joked about posting the pictures okay. saying, look what we ate. It have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because there is the Reese's. Are they called gold, or did I make that up? Uh, you continually refer to them as yeah, gold. There is a product that's Reese's Gold Eggs. I don't know. They have a gold wrapper. Mm-hmm. Well, they have the Reese's colored wrapper. I will say, um, and I have some pictures of this, mm-hmm. Like, and we are still just in the very tail end now of the Easter candy season. Reese's really goes all out on that. Like, they there's, make a lot of different products. Like, there's so many things. Like, I almost like started to find like a... You know, we have Oreos and Horios. Mm-hmm. Reese's Money needs grabs. that. They do. Um, it is a gold-colored wrapper, but it's not called gold. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, we'll post we pictures, to, folks. We, yeah, we need to find out what the Oreo gold eggs are. Do you? So what did you think of the uh, Reese's eggs? Well, you know, and uh, just to describe to our listeners, this is not the classic Reese's eggs that are more oval-shaped. These are like the Cadbury egg shape, but just filled with Right, these butter. are not the flattened cup size ones. Right, they have different... They have a, a numerous eggs. This is 
in the size and shape of a cream egg, mm-hmm. but it is Reese's. Filled with peanut butter. Yeah, like, just peanut butter. And so, I'm just going to say, I liked it, but it's a good amount of peanut did, butter. Uh, to me, the ratio just was not on par with the other Reese's Too eggs. Too much chocolate? Yeah, I like my peanut butter. Part of I will say part of the chocolate shell was thicker than I expected. Um, I guess the way I looked at it was if you like Reese's peanut butter. I don't know. Is the filling actually peanut butter? Would you consider the Reese's well, It's filling? Reese's peanut butter. Right, it's, so it's like sugared it, it's, peanut butter. Yeah. It's not peanut butter like you would get in a jar. Not like right. just ground peanuts. There's peanuts and sugar. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, if you like Reese's peanut butter, you will love that egg. Because, oh my God, it's like you just get a mouthful of it. You know, like the cream egg, I feel like, has like some air in there. And this thing didn't. This is just like... No, it's solid. Mm, I took it's pictures. It's just like mouthful. Bit into it. I picked... Took pictures, cut into it. It's just peanut butter, butter, peanut butter, peanut butter. Yeah, if you like that Reese's peanut butter stuff, uh, get one of these in a spoon. Yeah, you know, maybe I'd have to try them again. But to me, give me the classic eggs. All the things you do for science, Brian. I know, it's a a rough gig. Um, I was just trying to Google here. It looks like the Reese's gold that I heard tale of. It's just little miniature Reese's in a gold wrapper. So I don't, oh, I don't well, get what? the points they, there. They, they, that's a Horeo right there. That's a money grab. It's a Horeo. Yeah, All nothing right. different about them. So we'll, we'll move around. Move around. <laughs> We'll move away from all the sweet talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? It feels like it's been weeks since we've done savory. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back, savory. Talk about, we need comfort food. But right similar now. color to the Reese's packaging mac and cheese. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. There was a debate uh, recently going on about what do you use to eat mac and cheese, a fork or a spoon? Or just, you know, stick your face in the bowl. Well, that's a thing, too. Use your fingers. But when, Wait when, a second. Who sticks their face in a bowl of mac and cheese? <laughs> if you're really hungry and you don't have a spoon or a yeah. fork. How did you make the mac and cheese? Like, were you, did you make? Did you go to a restaurant with no, with no silverware? Yeah, the restaurant no had nothing. And no. they were like, here, we're going to give you a bowl. Danny, what? Not everyone has hands. Do you eat your mac and cheese with chopsticks? <laughs> you could. Well, actually, you could. we should go to the initial one, spoon yeah. or fork, okay. and you talk know, about that. When I heard that and I saw that it was an issue, I don't. I think either is fine with me. I don't think I have a real opinion on it. But I, I feel I know there have been times where I have been lazy and I made just the simple mac and cheese at home, and you're stirring it with a spoon. So I've used that same spoon. Oh Even yeah. Even though slightly bigger. It, I was gonna say I think for works. standard for me for standard size mac and cheese like an elbow macaroni you know not or a shell not a huge yeah you're, you're I will use the spoon like but like if you're doing a, a more of a homemade with like a bigger pasta piece or something uh, that's why I, I would because you know use the fork. I'm I'm fancy and I was like well this is such like an incomplete question because I have so many questions there are, yeah. about the mac and cheese like it totally depends are you talking like the blue box stuff, you know. Let's like, just say craft. When Let's I just make, say craft. Right. When I make it, like I make my own mac and cheese. I use like a penne, and it's like a big baked thing. Like, right. That's yeah. That's a different thing. Well, even know? homemade ones can use smaller. Uh, right, but like I like a good cavatappi, like like you know. A well, big, no, I understand, noodle. but like I just. It but blew, you're not right. using elbow macaroni. But, and then I'm like, are there hot dogs or anything mixed into it? Like, was there chicken? Like, what else is in the mac? Or and broccoli? Cheese? Yeah. No. Broccoli uh, and cheese is good, guys. So broccoli and mac and cheese is yummy. 
And making your own chili mac with your homemade chili and homemade mac and cheese definitely needs a spoon. Well, Amy, this... you just brought vegetables into the mix. Yeah, I'm going to talk to Brian yeah, for a minute. Yeah, because that doesn't belong. So, like broccoli. go to your box. Mm. Are you George Bush not liking broccoli? It's not that I don't like broccoli. It's that, like, why would I mess with my mac and cheese yeah, by introducing vegetables? No, but back to my original point that even the homemade stuff can use the smaller, whether it be elbows or shells. Sure. And I would still eat that with a spoon. But if you're doing a bigger... Like you were talking about penne yeah, or cavatappi. Right. I, I think if forks. you're talking about classic, it's the macaroni, elbow macaroni noodles. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. now here's a question. Why does that blue box stuff have like such, like those macaroni, like they don't even have like a, hardly a hole in them. They are suspect. Yeah, they, they have you know, holes you, no, Yeah, but, but barely. You, it's like those little sticks. have other pasta, like it, it is larger. It, it's very tiny. Mm-hmm. It's not like an elbow. Even. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I enjoy it's all but like... It's fine. It tastes the same, but it is smaller. I love... I have say this. I am fancy. I, you know, we didn't even talk about lobster mac and cheese. Like, oh... Oh, I like, don't... That but that, I have a cruise mac and cheese that I've got to talk about. Right. So, oh, I... Yeah. Like, for me, like, once you say mac and cheese, spoon or fork, and I'm like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> well, I'm like, I want to talk about mac and cheese, though. Well, if you've got your big penny noodles, you can do like me and just put your face in the yeah. pasta well, well, Before we move on, like here, I did the etiquette research to see. Oh, did you? I did. I did because I was like, okay, let's see. Well, if there a question. Is a rule. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So you did the research. So I have some questions about your research. Okay. Did your rest? Did your research ask? Are you having mac and cheese as an appetizer or an entree? Oh, well, I don't think it. Well, is it an appetizer? It can be. It can be like a, a side, or it can be a, a well, right. side, sure, a side but appetizer. Well, okay, side or entree, we're good. Yeah, I would have it as an appetizer. If I said to you, "Would you like before your meal, you want a little mac and cheese?" Don't tell me you'd say no. Nobody <laughs> wants to give me mac and cheese. I'll eat. Mac right, and cheese. I mean, it could be an appetizer. It could be like a uh, especially if they put even some dessert. jalapenos in it. I wonder if you can make a dessert mac and cheese with like like a cream mac cheese and cheese or- cake. Nothing to do cream <laughs> Like a cheese Danish, but with macaroni. <laughs> well, there's the mac. There's a place where there's a mac and cheese donut. Yeah, that doesn't sound good to no. me, though. Okay, anyway. Anyway, cheese. anyway. Yeah. But let's go to Brian's so etiquette. Yeah, well, this is what I looked up, and one site told me, and I think it was pretty, like, legit. Um, if you are eating it on a plate, you should use a fork. And if you are eating it in a bowl, you should use a spoon. What if you're eating it out of the pot you cooked it in? I think if you're home alone, I think if you're eating it out of the pot, you could. I think then you just grab the handle, tilt you your head just, back, yeah. and pour it right pour in. Pour it right in. Yeah, exactly, that's fine. Uh, no, so that and that makes sense because yeah. I have eaten it both ways on a plate or in a bowl. So that does make sense. And mm-hmm. I usually do eat it in a bowl because I rarely have it as an appetizer or side to my mm-hmm. main course. But uh, Danny, you mentioned something that um, as an adult, this is something that blew my mind: adding meat. Mm-hmm. You know, because oh, I think yeah. a lot of people have put had hot dogs in it, you know, growing up as a kid. No, but you know, like real meat. Yeah. yeah. No, I went to a restaurant uh, that you could put any meat in there, and I had pulled pork oh, in yeah. mac and cheese, and that does not sound like it would be that great. It was amazing. Did it have like a barbecue sauce? No, 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 no barbecue no. sauce. Just, just, pork. just the pork. Just pork. Yeah. There's, a, there's a place in town, well, there, I'm sure there's a few, but when I go to where you build your own mac and cheese, Ooh. so you get your basic mac and cheese, and it's... More obviously the homemade with like regular. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's penne, but it's not elbow macaroni mm-hmm. anyway. Masta with their, with their, uh, are there are there grooves? In but the you pasta? get to pick your uh, you can up to three for the price, but you could add more than three ingredients into okay. it vegetables and meats. Oh. And I would always do a combination. You guys probably wouldn't like, but the meat probably. made me think of it because bacon was one of my mm-hmm. and uh, broccoli and mushrooms. Oh, I'm I got have something. But you could also have this. like. Uh, beef or pork or mm-hmm. okay. onions and yeah. Ugh. 
There's so much I have to say about this. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I know Brian is holding his hands. I, I think he's like, like okay, I treat. I think my mac and cheese mm-hmm. philosophy is not unlike my pizza philosophy. Don't add more than one thing. We're here for the mac and cheese, and if you can make it a little bit better, do it. It doesn't need to be that complicated. No. Yeah. Like add add some lobster. Like yum. I think I think add two, like a good Polish sausage. Two things yum. might be the max for what you need. And they better go just pair together and right. mac and cheese. So Canadian bacon and pineapple. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) I like that pizza, and I'm mad at you. (laughs) To set the record straight, I've never put Canadian bacon and pineapple in my mac and cheese. (laughs) It's only time. Yeah, but you would. (laughs) You put onions and mushrooms in your... your, No, uh, broccoli and mushrooms. Well, you said onions for something else, and maybe that made me think about it. Yeah. You're... (sighs) So... Um, one of the things I do in the winter is I play broomwall and, um, we have a member of our team who loves mac and cheese so much that she had to restrict herself to only allowing herself mac and cheese once a week. But. Okay. I mean, what's the big deal though? I guess trying to be healthy or something. Okay. I I mean, that's dairy. It's. I mean, I think it was like, um, would eat mac and cheese as like the only thing ever eaten. Okay. And needed to add variety. But uh in the off season for conditioning purposes and mm-hmm. uh team bonding, we uh we go out as a group for mac and cheese. So I've had a lot of mac and cheese varieties. What's your favorite meat that you put in mac and cheese? Um so I actually like mine just plain, like my pizza. Sure. But, but if you were to put something mm-hmm. in Um, there's a place that does like this, like a butcher like next door or something, and uses their Polish sausage Ooh. in it. That'd be good. That sounds it, that's, it, it, It's kind of like stirring in the hot dog, uh-huh. but the hot dog's not terrible. But it's like better, yeah. Yeah, but it's like a real, it would be like using like one of those like really good old fashioned like the skin snaps and you bite into it, hot dog. Okay. Like that in the mac and cheese, and hmm. that's really good. I did throw it out there briefly, but seriously, what do you think of, like, chili mac? I think chili is generally overrated. Huh. You're um, going to get a lot of people <laughs> mad at you for I, that? You know what? I, I'm okay with chili. It's just not my favorite. Like, I've and then I... chili at least once or twice a month. Well, I'll eat a bowl of chili, like, but I also don't get, like, chili cheese fries or chili Oh, dogs. no, I don't do that. Like... I don't know. I, it's chili is fine, but like. See, the thing I, I like about chili mac is, well, we've already said sometimes meat can be good in macaroni and cheese. What's also good on chili is cheesy things, and so you combine the two, and you get a heartier meal. It's not I, just starch. I just look at it this way: if I had a bowl of chili, and we didn't, we should, we need to talk about Cincinnati chili. That's a whole other thing. We'll do chili on this another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if I had a bowl of chili, I would rather just have like. A good layer of cheese on top of it, and not have macaroni messing with it. Mm, I, I agree with it. And it's, if I have my mac and cheese, I want my mac and cheese. I don't want chili. It's messing worlds with colliding that don't. But how about collide. if it's the boxed mac and cheese and not your homemade mac and cheese to make? Oh, then chicken? I absolutely I want no. that stuff straight up. Okay. Yeah, like oh, I agree with like you. I will go to like you know what I'll go so far as to say I don't even want my uh, yellow box mac and cheese out of the pot. I just want like the. The little cup of Easy Mac that I only had. Oh, I love Easy Mac. I don't. It's portion controlled. I don't think I told you to something. Because of this podcast, I was asked to be the judge at a local chili competition. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it was okay. just at my workplace. So I was going to say that. <laughs> Brian is very Minnesotan and does cannot take heat in no, his food. It, well, I mean, like uh, spicy heat, obviously. Right, right. Temperature, you can take. Yeah, no choice. And he, and he can take the heat because we should. <laughs> hey, remember last week when you made me eat all those peeps? Oh, how could I forget? Uh, okay, anyway. The taste um, still lingers. You know what? It, it made me think, though, when you are in a chili... Uh, competition, it is interesting what you have to think about, because if you make it too spicy it might be good, but the judges might not like spice. You might use a white meat like chicken or turkey. Is that going to ruin your chances? I feel like any competition is like that, right? Yeah, like, like you got to take risks, but right. it's going to be too out there. You should but, have had been in a mac and cheese tasting competition. Well, the, the thing is, is like every comp, even like a cookie competition, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's not about trying to be the best, it's trying to be about what the judges think is right. best. Um it just has so, to be right. good. It but, has to taste good. I mean, really, I was kind of like, if you've ever seen that episode of The Simpsons when Homer Simpson was a food critic and he just loved everything, that's kind of me with the chili. <laughs> like, everything was ten thumbs up. Yeah, you're too nice. Next time. <laughs> so I want to bring this back to macaroni. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the one Danny that's a chili mac. Crack but anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't like, we have this thing where none of us like when food is deceptive or the description's deceptive. When I was on my cruise and one of the stops we were at, I ordered, uh, they called it mac and cheese pie. Okay. I, I, it I wasn't think I know very what that cheesy. Is. It, it was um, molded, so it was like a square they'd cut out it was of like whatever. A, a casserole, right? And it had long tubular noodles. It was not macaroni, and the sauce was not cheesy. It was kind of meaty and sweet. Mm. It was, it was not mac and cheese. Did it have a bottom crust? No. That's not mm. even pie. <laughs> like I stop right there. It didn't taste bad. It just was it mac and cheese pie? Yeah. No, it's, and I have that, a picture I'll post. That sounds like it was neither mac and cheese nor pie. It, pretty much. Oh. It was very noodly and I, saucy. I will say this. I hate to blame the victim, but like, does mac and cheese pie sound good to you, Brian? You know, it, it sounds like it has potential. Like baked mac and cheese. You just yeah, make a little Yeah, it thicker. sounds like Come a on. baked mac and cheese that could have the potential of being really good. But... If I said you baked mac and cheese or mac and cheese pie. Oh, baked mac and cheese. Yes. So I um I make a baked mac mm-hmm. and cheese. It's uh it was actually a place I first had it in Michigan, and I spent a lot of time trying to recreate it. I make a baked mac and cheese. It is like oh, it's all white cheeses. Okay. And it holds its shape. It uses penne pasta, mm-hmm. and it holds its shape like a lasagna. Um, it actually is not much unlike what uh. Amy's mac and cheese pie looks like. Yeah, the, the I, picture have to, I have, it looks cheesier. It looks oranger, but it was much more of a white, creamy sauce. Yeah, I'll have to... Mine uses like a bechamel as a base. Right. And then it, it bakes, and I give it a nice crust on top. Um, I should start calling it mac and cheese pie. You should. Yeah, yes. um, it's super good. Restore the name a little bit. Yeah. But, so uh, if, Danny, I think you had a recent grievance with mac, with and, mac and cheese. Oh, my God. So I Somebody think was... Yeah. So I think I've, I've talked about this. My... I appreciate my work cafeteria's creative mm-hmm. use of leftovers. Mm-hmm. I got burned this week. Oh, no. Um, and I blame Talk myself for not realizing Figuratively, not literally. No, um, it wasn't. Yeah. So um, I love my job. I love my employer. We had an employee appreciation okay. event. And as part of that, uh, there was a nacho bar. All right. And you had, like, uh, managers, you know, who were, were serving where you would get some chips and then they had like a steam tray of um I would call cheese whiz, like just like the yellow. Oh, okay, like a nacho sauce. cheese. Like the standard, like a, yeah, yeah. Like standard nacho. Queso, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, just what you would get. They, yeah. you know, but that way you can just ladle a little bit on the sure. chips. There's like yeah. some onions, olives, jalapenos, salsa, sour cream. Um, I actually was working that I was serving the, uh, I had the worst job in the whole place because I had the green onions, the olives, oh. and the jalapenos. And we live in Minnesota. Yeah. And so, I like, I'm stopping by to say no. And so, like, I'm trying to, Thank people for this, like employee appreciation, and they're looking at me like, no thanks, like couldn't get to yeah, the salsa. I, I would have yeah. the jalapenos, but not the. Couldn't olives. get to the salsa fast enough. Plus, there's also a uh, build your own uh, ice cream sandwich bar, Ooh. right? So like, you should. Why were people going for the nachos? Yeah, I think it's only because it was the first thing you came into in the room. Ah. Anyways, that being said, it was lovely. The next day, I'm in the cafeteria, and they have. Um, as one of the side dishes you could order is mac and cheese. And they use a penne and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And so I get it and I'm like a bite and a half into it. And I'm like, this cheese is familiar. Uh Oh, I'm like, this is like, this is the nacho cheese. Oh, that does not belong in mac and cheese. At least they didn't mix in the onions and oh, olives and stuff. No, but it was just penne. Yeah, at least they didn't with, treat it like Amy treats um, mac and cheese. Just yeah, like whatever. You want it was, but it. it was just penne pasta with like with cheese that, sauce. With cheese sauce. Oh, that sounds with awful. With cheese with cheese sauce. No. Yeah. Did they at least bake it or something to try and make it different? Uh, barely. I mean, kind of. But so you asked about baking it though. The following day. Oh no! It gets worse. There was mac and cheese pizza. Oh no! And it was the same macaroni. <laughs> oh and cheese, no! But now on, on a pizza. pizza. Oh, it's like day three of this same. Now pizza. here's what really hurt. This is day four. <laughs> and I want you to know, day one was a Wednesday, so day four oh, is a no. Monday. So it's There's Monday. Day four. It's Monday, and I um, I'm looking at the soups, and there's a baked potato soup, and I get it. And I'm looking at it. I'm eating. I'm halfway in, and I'm like, "This looks really like yellowy orange." Oh no! And then I realized where the cheese flavor oh. was probably coming from. I wonder how from. much of that cheese I know, was they must have had a lot. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but like, I couldn't even look at the soup. <laughs> I'm eating it, and it's just like potatoes and bacon, and just like the base. I'm like, I think the cheese whiz. From last Wednesday is the base of this. Soup. Like it's one thing if it's good cheese and it keeps coming back. It's like, hey, all right. But when it's not a quality product to begin with, that's harsh. And Brian, I had it on the nachos. Mm-hmm. I ate it in the mac and cheese, and I had it in the soup. The only one I, the only time they didn't get me with it was on the pizza. <laughs> that's horrible. How did you survive? I perseverance. I, perseverance. I could sit there and I could think to myself. At least I know that I'm going to bring eight kinds of peeps to Brian <laughs> and make him eat them. And it will be suffering hey, far we worse. Need, than... We don't need to keep bringing that. But the story made me think. Yeah. Like bacon going everywhere. They're now putting mm-hmm. mac and cheese on and, and everything, aren't they? And what it do you seems think like they're showing up Like more mac places. and cheese on burgers or yeah, no. mac I and cheese. I just don't think it's necessary. It, yeah. It's fine. On pizza, like you said. 
Like, I mean, how many starch wrapped in starch wrapped right, in starch? For me, even having that as a side is kind of like revolutionary. It's like, but you can have that alone. Do you really need it as a side yeah. as well in addition to what you're eating? Which is fine. I'll eat that. Right. But it's like, it, it's sturdy enough. You don't need to mix it with a whole bunch of other things. I think the reason I'm drawn to it is because I might have a gambling problem. <laughs> because every time you order mac and cheese, you're basically... <laughs> Making gambling. It's a gamble. There's no greater gamble than saying, I'll have the mac and cheese or I'll have the side of mac and mm-hmm. cheese. Because it could be anything. And it could be amazing and life changing. It could just be a little uh, tasteless white sauce with noodles and right. overcooked soggy. Yeah. Oh. Or it could be like a cauldron of bubbly. Just rich gooey, sauce. Yeah. It could be with gooey like, and chewy. With like, yeah, with like the, <laughs> the crispy. Like broiled cheese on top, maybe some breadcrumbs, and just like, oh. He totally ignored your gooey and chewy. I, I, was, I he, was. He was in the zone. He was, was reveling in his. Yeah. You was, didn't see the little thought bubbles yeah. appearing above his. I was in fantasizing land. about a sweet, sweet mac and cheese. I know. <laughs> Do you need a moment? I know. Oh, Amy, get us out of this. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's an easy way out. <laughs> That's why she's the host. <laughs> like, unless you got... I never would have thought of that. Nope. 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 <laughs> hey, Amy, where can people find us on social media? On Facebook and in- Instagram. I can't speak. On Facebook and Instagram. Are you thinking about mac and cheese, too? Yes, of course I am. Okay. I, have, I have those awful boxes in my cupboard. Anyway. Oh, but what about the... Never Food mind. Scientist Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. You could tweet at us at food underscore scientists. You can find our webpage, foodscientist.net. You can write an Apple iTunes review, please. Yay. Five star. Please, but write, write words. Please. We need the we need the validation. <laughs> yeah, we're, we do. We're needy. We're very needy. Super needy. <laughs> Send mac and cheese and don't make it bad. Okay. And tell us what you think of anything we talked about. Girl Scout cookie knockoffs, Cadbury cream stuff, mac and cheese. Do you put stuff in your mac and cheese? Do you use a spoon or a fork? What is the mac and cheese of your dreams? And on that note, good night, good afternoon, good day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Farewell. <laughs>